Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the pop off with Martise. I am Martise, and we are back. I know it's been a while, and I missed you guys. We all missed you, but this is a very special episode to me. The day that this is released will have been exactly six years since I released my first podcast. So I got to give a shout out to Dave Fairhead. Thank you for getting me started on this. I appreciate it. But six years ago, the very first podcast that I had, and please don't listen to it because it was really. Not very good, but I've come a long way. Uh, But again, six years ago, the very first episode was about Black Friday shopping and crazy Black Friday shoppers. And due to the pandemic, I feel like these shoppers have got even fucking crazier. I mean, you've seen the stories, the lady that got punched in the face because she told some guy he had to wear a mask in the store. Um, the, The girl that got spit on in the Dollar General, like these people are crazy these stories just keep coming out i posted on my social media which by the way like me on facebook the pop off with martise follow me on twitter and instagram at martise m i posted a story about a lady who just got well they just found her and charged her because she threw hot soup in a worker's face like these people are fucking crazy if you've ever worked in retail or with the public in general i know you can feel my pain So what I've done is I've collected some stories, some my own and some from people that I know about these crazy stories that happen in retail. So my first one, I was working at a large telephone company, cell phone company, and a guy's daughter had broke her phone and she needed another one, blah, blah, blah. Well, there was water damage and unfortunately we weren't allowed to replace it for water damage. So he was leaving the store with his daughter and the daughter turns and looks at him and said, you know, that girl was laughing at you. And he turns around and charges at me from 40 feet away. Now, luckily I worked with two really good guys who jumped in front of me to protect me because this guy was physically attacking me. And he says to the, to my coworkers, well, she was laughing at me. And the one guy jumped in and he was like, she wasn't laughing at you. That was me, but I am laughing at you now. 
and then got him the fuck out of the store. So that was one of my crazy stories. I have another story that I witnessed, but I'm going to get to that. First, I'm going to tell you about a story that my friend had said. Okay. A 60-something-year-old very dirty lady would come into the store dragging a suitcase with a padlock. I once asked what was in her suitcase, and she began to tell me the young men in her apartment building were sneaking into her apartment and stealing her panties. I asked if that's all they were taking, and she replied yes, so she kept them in a locked suitcase and took them with her whenever she left the house. Now, that's pretty mild, but still, crazy customer service stories. Here's another one. There was a customer we'll call Mike that came into the store one day and wanted to add prepaid minutes to his phone. Seriously, all these cell phone customers are the craziest. Okay, he wanted to add prepaid minutes to his phone. I asked him for the number to pull up the account, and he started rambling off several numbers and couldn't come up with the number. So he said he had it on a piece of paper in his pocket. He proceeded to pull out wrappers, lint, food crumbs, straw wrappers, and other particles of garbage from his pocket. He then handed me the tiniest little paper, which I unraveled, which was his number. Every time he spoke, because he was missing several teeth, he kept spitting food on me, and it was landing on my iPad and even on my hands. He became known as Mike the Spitter. Every time he came in, I held my iPad in front of my face when he spoke to me like a shield. Okay, so I'm going to tell you another story of mine. So there was this lady that would always come in, again, cell phone store, and she was a little bit older, and she would come in with her son, and her son was probably about seven-ish at the time, and she came in to buy a car charger for her phone. So I sold it to her, but the packaging was marked incorrectly, so I ended up selling her the wrong charger. So she comes in and says, this one doesn't work. And so I take a look at it and look at the phone. I said, oh, I apologize. It's marked wrong. And I showed her, you know, that it was marked wrong. I said, that's no problem. You know, let me fix it for you. This little seven-year-old proceeds to look at his mother and says, what a dumb broad about me. And I really couldn't do anything else other than laugh because it was a seven-year-old little boy calling me a dumb broad. Years later, and by years, I'm talking about like 15, 20 years later, I see him working at a Taco Bell. And I will never forget this kid's face. And I have to say, it was the best service I have ever received in a fast food restaurant. For some reason, he kept coming over to where we were sitting and he would clean up our garbage. Oh, don't worry about putting the trays away. I got it. So I forgive him because I'm sure that he deals with a lot of shit now, especially working in food service. Okay, so this story didn't happen to me, but it's, oh God, um, this actually happened before the pandemic. So it just shows you that people were assholes even before then. And it happened in Canada. And it's like, this lady was Canadian. Like how fucking pissed off must she have been? So she went into a Tim Hortons, asked to use the bathroom. And for some reason, she wasn't allowed to. I'm going to post the story on my uh, on my social media. But there's a video of her squatting down, taking a shit on the floor and picking it up and throwing it at the worker that didn't allow her to use the bathroom. I don't know how mad I would have to be to pick up hot shit and throw it at someone, but that's got to be pretty fucking mad. 
So you'll be able to see the video on my Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter page. And what's crazy is that this reminds me of the time when me and my husband, Jay Asadi, went to a restaurant in Pittsburgh. And we were just picking up and I asked the lady if I could use the bathroom. And she said, I'm sorry, the bathrooms are closed due to the pandemic. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I'm going to argue with people because I've been there before. Well, the owner was there and he looks at me and he was like, I'm really sorry, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was like, look, it's fine. I get it. There's policies that you got to follow. Like, um, I'm not arguing about it. He said, well, he said last week um, on a Saturday, which uh, during their busy rush, someone came in and asked to use the bathroom. And we said, no, sorry, you're not allowed. Well, she went outside in front of their building, knocked on the window, squatted and pissed in front of the door. In front of the door. So that way anybody walking in was going to step in it and track her piss into their restaurant. These people are fucking crazy. So here's a funny one that my friend told me about a little bit of sweet revenge. An early 20-something couple came into the store yelling at several of the employees about how dumb we were and they wanted a credit. They were being very rude, calling us names and telling us we were dumb and that's why we worked in retail, blah, blah, blah. They asked to speak to the manager and while they were waiting for the manager to come up, the female picked up her drink and took a big sip from her cup. Needless to say, it was her boyfriend's spitter and not her soda. The girl barely made it out of the store before throwing up. I guess we really weren't the dumb ones. Karma is a bitch. So this next story comes from a very good friend of mine. We used to work together and he's also been a guest on the pop-off. Take it away, Vince. This is a retelling of a situation that happened at a Cellular One store. So I'm not sure the exact date or year, but it was definitely in the early 2000s. And there was a good group of us that worked there. And uh, one of them was a young lady named Claudia. And I believe she'd only been working with us for maybe six months, seven months maybe, not too long. And a customer came in one day and they were very upset, irate. And we had a store full of customers. I know it was around the holidays. And uh, so this customer got really upset with her, probably because she was just following company policy. uh, And, you know, they were not a fan of this. So uh, not sure of exactly the whole exchange that they had. I just know what transpired. So I'm helping a customer out. And this gentleman walks in and walks over to her counter and they start talking. And next thing you know, this guy starts calling her everything but a lady. Uh, Store full of people and kids around everything. He's swearing at her, cursing at her, calling her, you know, uh, just anything you could think of. he He was saying it. So she starts to cry and... He, like, walks out like a Billy Badass. And I remember I stopped and I said, Hey, everyone, say uh, say goodnight to the bad guy there. I was like, you know, the big tough guy, big uh, big tough man making a young lady cry. Like, look at this. Everyone look at him. You know, clap for him even. And so he just gave me the dirtiest look. And I remember he stood outside the window, stood outside the store, and stared 
at me at the window for uh, what, what felt like every bit of an hour. Now, we're getting close to closing time, which was 9 o'clock or 8 o'clock, somewhere around that time frame. And I remember I told him through the window, I was like, I get off at 9, I'm parked out back, I'll meet you back there if you have a problem with what I said. And he never came back there, obviously. And uh, I don't remember him ever coming back to the store either. So, uh, but yeah, that that actually happened. Store full of people made a young lady cry because he couldn't get a flip phone. And this next story is one that I have witnessed and is about the same customer that Vince just talked about. So there was a guy who was, um, he was on drugs at the time. And one of my coworkers was waiting on him and he was a black coworker. And he, the customer wanted something that was like absolutely ridiculous. And he was like, I, I can't do that for you. So of course, you know, being a piece of shit that he was, starts calling him the N-word. So everybody in the store just kind of stops. All of the other customers and the coworkers are like, don't react. He's not worth losing your job. Don't do it. We live in a small town and I knew he was going to find that motherfucker. So sure enough, a week later, because all of us, you know, we were a fun group and we would all hang out together. So we're at the bar and the guy that called him the N-word was there. And I am just sitting there with my arms crossed waiting for it to happen. So he goes up to him and is like, okay, you're going to call me the N-word now? Oh, no, 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 no. I, I apologize. I apologize. So I got to see this guy bitch out because he knew that he was going to get his ass beat for calling him the N-word. Unfortunately, my friend, co-worker, let him go. I really wish he would have just gave him one punch to the face. It would have been amazing to see. Unfortunately, it didn't happen, but never did it again, at least to him. Okay, here's another story from a friend of mine. I had a couple with a small kid come into the store looking at phones. Another rep was helping them, and the kid wasn't looking so well. The parents were too busy to pay attention to the kid, of course, and the kid ended up throwing up all over the floor. The mother walked over and said to me, you can clean it up and keep an eye on him while you're at it. Needless to say, my boss made me clean it up because he didn't want to lose the sale. And that right there is fucking bullshit. You need to have managers that are going to have your back when you're being treated like shit. Which leads me to another story that happened uh, very close to us in Moon Township, right outside of Pittsburgh. Um, this story will also be on my social media pages. A woman working at a get-go closed down the store because... A customer was treating her like shit. She was the only worker there, which blows my mind that she was the only person there in the store. And she put up a sign and basically closed the store. Good for her. The next day, the managers and, 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 and all the higher-ups at get-go apologized about the store being closed. No, fuck that. You tell those people, don't come in and treat my employees like shit. They, they already don't get paid enough. And then they have to deal with that shit on top of it. You wonder why there's a worker shortage because y'all act like fucking assholes. And if you don't, I'm not talking to you. But if you do see that shit, call it out and tell people not, not to act like that because these people aren't allowed to say what they really want to say. Which brings me to my next story. There was a, oh, you know what? It's always old white men in suits that come in 
acting like they're entitled motherfuckers. So this guy comes in and he wants to file fraud charges for fraudulent activity on his cell phone. Even though he had already said that he knew the number that was being that, that was being texted to was his uh, was his niece. So it was his son or daughter texting the cousin. OK, but he wanted us to file fraud paperwork. That wasn't something that we normally did. So we had to figure out how to do it. So our manager is trying to do this and he is just berating her. I can't believe you don't know how to do this. How stupid you are. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm waiting on this other young girl. And she's looking at me and she's like, I I don't know how you're not saying anything. And I'm like, we're not allowed to. We're not allowed to. She was like, fuck this. Takes off her coat, looks at the guy. And she's like, motherfucker, you need to shut your mouth. Stop treating them like that. What the fuck is wrong with you? So she goes in on him. He's trying to go back at her. But this girl stood her ground. And needless to say, I gave that girl a free phone. Because she was saying everything that we wanted to say. So make sure you stand up for your retail workers. Okay, my last two stories. Oh, God, these are fucking doozies. Okay. It was Christmas Eve, and a woman walked into the store and asked to buy two iPhones. She wanted me to bill them to the account. I pulled up the account, and she was past due on her bill, which made her ineligible for the phones to be billed to the account. The lady began yelling at me, saying they were presents for her kids for Christmas. I told the lady I have no ability to override that, and there was no way for me to do it and bill the phones to the account. She walked out of the store and returned about 30 seconds later with two small children. She then said, kids, she's the reason you won't be having Christmas this year, and Santa will not be coming. She then looked at me and said, thanks for ruining Christmas for my kids. Christmas was ruined. Because that bitch didn't pay her cell phone bill. Okay. All right. The last story. And my God, I was, my mouth dropped when I heard about this one. I had a client who was male and we happened to share the same birthday. It was quite obvious he was smitten with me and he came in all the time to buy things or have his phone looked at. He was a regular and came into the store all the time. On my birthday, he stopped by with a cake and said his phone wasn't working So he remembered we had the same birthday and he grabbed a cake before stopping by to have his phone looked at. Very nice. He handed me his phone with a smile on his face, ear to ear. I unlocked the phone and his screensaver was a picture of him naked with a happy birthday sign. I played it cool, did some basic troubleshooting and handed him his phone back and said everything seems to be working okay. He just smiled and said, did you see anything that you like? There wasn't much to see and I wasn't interested regardless. So guys, thank you for being so patient with the pop-off. Thank you for welcoming us back. I appreciate it. We got a new logo coming. We got new intro music that I know you heard thanks to Shonzy. And just as a reminder, don't be that asshole. You will get further by being nice to somebody in customer service because coming from someone who's been in customer service for over 20 years, if you are nice... I will bend over backwards for you. But if you come in hot like a fucking asshole, I ain't going to do shit for you, even if I can. And I know that other people feel the same way. So, guys, thank you for listening to the Pop-Off with Martise. Make sure that you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts because we are back. And again, make sure you like me on Facebook, the Pop-Off with Martise. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Martise M.
Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electricast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electricast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electricast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electricast. Electricast.